Great morning. We have Cooper Wallow on the podcast this morning. Cooper Wall- Junior, episode 110. Uh, shipbuilding. With, oh, yeah, there we go. Shipbuilding, Caleb and Cooper. S H I P as in Peter. Shipbuilding. Don't get it twisted. How you doing this morning, Coop? Coop, you still awake? You sleeping? I'm good. I'll just give you a round of applause, man. I feel you oh, okay. jumped in. Um, I'm good. I'm good. It's not. It's not uh, too many times I get interrupted like that, but it's all good. It's all good. I'm good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Uh, party of five over there. It's party of five for sure. Um, yeah, we're going. We're going, man. We're going. We're going, man. Can't complain. Um, yeah, Blakely. Will be a li- little over a month now, going on six weeks actually, five six weeks when this comes out. Time flies. Um, take yeah, Dell was Dell was hitting me up, trying to see, um, trying to coordinate. But I said like, you got to chill, bro. Like, he was like, was well. just born. Oh, he wanted to come over. He wanted oh, to say hi. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. he's. He's kind of like his dad. He's always just networking and oh, for stuff. sure, love yeah. it, love it, love it. <laughs> awesome, awesome. How was your last week, man? How was your last week? How's everything? Um, Wifey's back at work. Daddy daycare in session. Um, it's going better for me than it did for Eddie Murphy. Shout out if you know the reference. Um, no, just just kind of every week you got every week is different, right? So just continuing to evolve and be efficient and serve my clients, my wife, my, my baby boy, um, my other businesses trying to be all I can be. Kids make you level up. It's kind of crazy. I was telling you that from, from the get go, I believe, but you know, I'm stubborn and not a good listener. Oh, it's all good. I, I just knew, I just knew like, like Caleb was already a baller before baby D came. And I was like, yeah, he he doesn't know. He's it's just a whole nother grind when you like when you like have something that you love, like you just can't explain, and then you know you gotta provide. Like now you have to provide for this this child. You know, like it's a it just takes you to a whole another like realm. I just keep thinking I can't wait till he's big enough where I can tell him to go outside and pick up the sticks in my yard. <laughs> like 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 I got, like I got jobs for this dude, man. <laughs> like we can have playtime too, but I got things oh, for this guy. Oh man, you're funny, dude. You're funny. How show how show liking going back to work? What's that? No comment. No. Okay. Sounds good. Lindsay, Lindsay's gonna kill me if I tell her. I remember when I went, like at least when I went back to work. You know, I took like a week off or whatever. She was yeah, bawling, yeah. just bawling. <laughs> Just bawling. This this was this was with when when we had Bray, just bawling. Like literally, I like I had flowers and like it was like a Sunday. And it was like my last day. Go back Monday. Just bald. Like just bald. It's all good. It's all good. Now now it's like I'm working in like when I was off, I was still working answering like calls. Da da. You know. Yeah. It's it's, it's funny how how it changes from kid to kid. You know like. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's what people say, right? Kid one to kid three. Yeah. Different. She's like, all right, you can go back to work now. Yeah, you go back to yo, yo. When are you going? Yeah. yeah, you can leave me. Yeah. It's all good. Well, that's I good, know. man. Glad you're yeah. doing good. Um, should we 
get 110 rolling. Let's go. All right, Cooper, go ahead and bring in our next guest. Great morning, everybody. On today's episode, we have a father of three uh, who currently resides in Johns Creek, Georgia, a suburb just 40 minutes north of Atlanta. Him and his wife have been investing um, since 2006, buying one property a year. They currently have 24 units, and that generates enough passive income where he can retire. Right now, he manages the properties and grows their portfolio. Ladies and gentlemen, Rod Joseph. Hello. Uh, thanks for uh, having me here. I appreciate it very much. Awesome. Awesome. Rod, thank Th- thanks for coming, uh, dealing with our technical difficulties here at the beginning. <laughs> uh, good. Can, can you just tell our audience a little bit more about um, who you are, what you do, and, and why you do what you do? Uh, who, I, who am I? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just a regular guy that uh, just uh, I wanted to get out of my nine to five. All right. So um, and uh, everything looking around uh, at what how I could do that it seems like real estate was like really the only way uh to get out with the least amount of I'm gonna say the least amount of effort but um that 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 was the way I, I saw how to how to get out out of uh doing a regular nine to five. Um I mean I'm coming from the tech industry. I was a, a software developer and that the whole uh, corporate uh, structure or infrastructure just, it, it did not, uh, I was not a good employee. Let me just say that. It just did not fit well with my being. It started out fun, but after a while, uh, just trying to fit into the corporate culture, um, I didn't feel like I could sustain, you know, sustain that. Um, so, you know, um, came up with the idea of just, hey, let's do, you know, from reading, start out with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, you know, reading books on real estate. Um, uh, you know, we, we, we formulated the idea that, hey, why don't we do this? My wife, between my wife and I. And um, we decided to, uh, you know, try, you know, hey, let's do one house and see how that goes. And every year we say, well, let's get another one. And uh, that's how we were able to uh, to grow our uh, our unearned income or or mailbox money, as they call it, where one of us could could retire. Um, and you know that's and and you know reason why I did this basically, um, I like we could see or I could see that I couldn't sustain what I was doing for a long term and and keep up with. Um. Uh, our our um, lifestyle. Um. So so real estate was the way to uh to get you know to to get to where we needed to be. I'm awesome. stealing this group. Sorry, uh, bro. Bro, okay, all right, you got it, man. You Rod, you it. said you said you weren't a good employee. What? No, I'm not. Does I'm that not. Mean? T- tell me? Tell me what that meant. And then also tell me how the conversations went with your wife 
when you realized like, hey, maybe we should do real estate? <laughs> um, as far as a good employee, man, you, you know, I, I, I uh, some of these companies where you have to be at a certain place at a certain time, um, that just wasn't me, man. I, I just, uh, I, 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 you know, you give me a job, I will get it done, but I don't want anyone micromanaging me. Um, I, I, I don't mind staying up late, working on a project, working on a solution for something, but don't tell me, Hey, it's eight o'clock. Why are you not here? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, uh, one of those, uh, it's just a little pet peeve of mine. And, uh, and I can see that, you know, um, if just, just because of the way I am, I, I can see that, Hey, if anybody's gonna, if they're looking to uh, uh, cut heads or uh, um, trim the department, I'm probably going to be the guy, the first guy to go because I'm the one that's, uh, I get my work done, but I'm also um, the one that's uh, not exactly following the rules all the time. <laughs> you know, not a hundred percent of the time. I'm not, I'm not lock and step with, uh, with the corporate culture. That's okay. That's okay. And, and did your wife think you were crazy right away or did, was she, was she on board? What, like, how did that go? Um, well, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, she, she is kind of like, she is that corporate person that wants to climb the corporate ladder. And, uh, so yeah, it was, it was kind of difficult at first, but she knows, I, I, I think she just, uh, yeah, I she, she, I guess she had faith in me. I could say, um, and because uh, you know, if if I put my mind to something, I will get it done. Um, so, so that's I, I think that's why we try to let you know. Let's do one and see how it goes, and uh, you know, one turn to you know another one, and then another one, and next thing we're doing two or three a year uh, purchasing. Um, so, you know, I kind of had my reign as long as, you know, nothing went, uh, really awry, <laughs> you know, and, uh, it, everything, you know, she, she kind of just, uh, allowed me to do whatever I needed to do. And I, and I appreciate her for that. That So that's, that's awesome. And again, the rich dad, poor dad book, man, that like is so transformative. Um, you know, I, I, read it two years ago and like it seems like everyone we bring on this podcast always mentions that that book rich dad poor dad probably every other right yeah every other for sure um so rod my question is like okay so you're to that point like okay nine and five is just not for me like we need to do something else maybe it's real estate i guess what led you to pick up that book in particular, the rich that poor that book. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I found a copy in, in the bookstore. You know, I, I used to be one of these guys that that go into the bookstore, and uh, this was before before the internet. Um, and and I would look at program. I used to look at programming books, um, but. Let me tell you something. The the tech the tech industry 
it's probably, you know, you gotta, you have to continuously be up to date on what you are, um, what you're learning and your skills and all that stuff. And I can see that I was, you know, oh, another new language came came about. So, oh, I got to go learn that. After a while, you're like, I don't want to learn a new language, you know. <laughs> and uh, these the younger kids, uh, this is probably why I, I'm going to, I'm just going to tell this, now that I'm thinking about it, this is probably why I didn't, why I realized I wasn't going to last long in this industry. Um, uh, every because of the new technologies and all that, I was getting, I felt like I was getting, uh, uh, probably I'm going to say the, the new kids coming up, they had this new knowledge, but it was, to me, it was the same thing, but you had to have these, uh, certain, um, certificates or whatever to continue growing. But I had, you know, I had like old school knowledge. I had hands-on experience. And, uh, when you're going from, um, I would say job to job or like every, every time you go to another, you finish a contract, you got to go to another contract. Um, you have to like reestablish yourself in the industry. Uh, and, um, I just feel like I didn't want to do that anymore. Um, and I can see that, um, that I needed to do something else. So I was in the bookstore looking to see what else can I do? What kind of business can I start on the side? Um, I always had my nine to five, but I always, I did always do something on the side. I, I had a web uh, hosting business. I started, uh, I did a, a few um, like uh, e-commerce things. I tried Amazon. I tried all this stuff and, and none of that uh, really uh, was taking off. But then I, you know, I, I kept going through the business books and I, I guess that's when I ran across that, uh, that purple book, the uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I started learning about wealth. And, uh, you know, it's not about making money. It's about, you know, building, um, you know, building wealth. You know, that's, you know, that's how, uh, that that's the path I took, I, I saw to take. And real estate to me was the, the, the best way to do that other than, you know, you come up with this new app or something, or, um, you, you hit it big on the stock market or something like that, which is not really worth, but that, that was the way I was thinking back then. Um, buying real estate, buy and hold, that was the, the best way to, uh, you know, to become wealthy. Did I answer the question? That's, Oh yeah. Yeah. You did. You did. You did. You did. You did. Um, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Can, can I ask, um, so it's from what I just heard, it sounded like you always was doing something on the, on the side. Um, yeah, was. can I ask what, can I ask, can I ask why? Yeah, I, 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 always... I was going to say the same thing. Great question. <laughs> I always, uh, I guess I, I I felt like I had a free time and I, I had a lot of free time and I felt like I had to do something with that time. And if if you really, if I really want to go back to it, I was probably always insecure. Like I didn't have enough. I had family that depended on me. Um, and I had 
to make sure that, um, you know, like, for instance, growing up, I'm not saying growing up, like, like now, I, if I needed something financially, I really have nobody in my family I can go to. People come to me and, and you know, not the other way around. And um, that's probably why I, I feel like I always have to be, you know, on that treadmill, I'm going to say, not on a treadmill, but, you know, I was, I was always be on the grind, uh, trying to find out, trying to, trying to, trying to make it, you know what I mean? Um, so that's, that's, that's why I always had to have something else on the side. As you grew your business, did, it kind of, kind of sounds like it was exponential. Did you, what was it like? Did your goals change along the way? Did your train of thought change along the way? Um, yeah, I mean, my concept of what wealth was changed. My, you know, before it was trying to uh, amass uh, cash or in a bank. But not, now, not really. My, my bank accounts are mostly empty. <laughs> right now, most of... Uh, <laughs> same, same. Because I'm putting everything <laughs> back into, you know, growing my business. Um you know, um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I might be, I, I think my mentality of, of what wealth is changed. It's not about cash, right? It's about, um, I mean, it's, it's about uh, growing your monthly, your monthly income, uh, your cash flow. Um, my concept of debt, of how debt operates of, you know, that change using leverage to do it, you know, to get what you want. Right. That all changed. Um, you know, I like that. I mean, the more you read, the more you read, the more you listen to podcasts, the more you um, experience, um, you know, you, you always change, you know, you, you will change from, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not the person I was, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, you know, five years ago, I'm a different person than I was back then. Have you ever read the book, um, Millionaire Next Door, Rod? Absolutely. Absolutely. I read that. And, uh, there's another book, uh, that I think, uh, that went along with that. I don't remember. His daughter. Something like that. I think, uh, his daughter wrote like, um, the new Millionaire Next Door. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That was another super motivating book for me. Um, you know, after reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, and you know, getting started buying a few properties, right? It's just helping. Like you said, you got to listen to stuff, stay laser focused. But um, I don't want to step on Coop's toes. What were you going to say, Coop? No, it's all good. I'm used to it, bro. I'm used to it. Um, <laughs> Rod, I was going to ask. So you you buy your first property i i guess so what was it like okay you read the book and like i i love stories like yours because you 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 didn't just read the book and like ah okay i'm going to i'm going to try and buy real estate it it sounds like you read the book you got a game plan with your wife and you guys took action um i guess what was it like buying your first deal my first deal. Um, okay, so we're from originally we're from um, 
I'm going to say where we're from. Well, we, we, we met in um, Fort Lauderdale, right? So my first uh, deal was really when we moved here to Georgia, uh, the house that we lived, or the townhouse we lived in back in Florida, we're like, do we want to sell it? Do we want to, you know, what are we going to do with it? You know, we're like, hey, we're going to rent it out and, you know, get some income coming from it. Um, so that really, I could say, you know, between two of us, that was our first rental experience. Um, and so I, I um, so we, we rented that. Um, I got a Section 8 tenant in there. And, um, you know, and it was great. I mean, she was, uh, it was very, it, it, to me, it was smooth because money came in, uh, you know, and it was guaranteed. Um, and, you know, we didn't, she was there for like five years, I would say. And between that time, we like, when we, when we got there the next year, we got, we got to Georgia in 2006 and the next year. Uh, we're like, okay, what are we going to do? And I say, well, according to these books I'm reading, you know, we need to look for a duplex, you know. Um, so we we looked around in the area and found like the, it was a worse house, worse duplex. The roof was kind of like sloping down and uh, it was like in a pretty bad condition. Um, we put our offer on that with a real estate agent and uh, had to, you know, do some evictions, um, get people out. And all this is, you know, from, oh, I remember my, I got from the evictions. I remember going to the local RIA, which is, you know, your real estate investment association, because I've never gone to eviction before. And I was, it was like stressing me out that I had to do this. And we, went in and talked to some old, you know, some older investors and they go like, I ah, no big deal, you know, get in front of the judge or whatever. And now I'm really feeling like, you know, uh, it, it was, it was just a stressful situation because it's never, it's, I've never done anything like that before. Um, but you know, everything worked out. Um, they left, we, um, we were able to, uh, you know, to get the place back in order. I was in there and uh, cleaning out the place, painting, doing whatever, um, which I learned later on not to do, right? But the place was just, um, you know, it was in bad shape. So, so we went and cleaned it out and got it, um, got it ready for renting. And uh, that rental right there is one of the reasons you know why? Because I was managing it. It was just like you know, five minutes away from my house, and I was a, I was managing it, and um, I learned how to screen people because I put somebody in there, just got out of jail, they needed some place to stay, gave me a sad story, <laughs> and boom, I had to do another eviction. So from those type of uh, you know mis misfires. Yeah. I learned how to, you know, how to manage, how to screen people properly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a good experience, uh, since then. I still, I still have that property and, um, 
Yeah, that's it. That was my first one. We're dead broke on that. The reason why I took that person, I think, we put every every last penny of our uh, savings into that property and rent, no, m the, uh, the mortgage is coming up and it's like, uh, hey, you know, this person had cash, so let them in, <laughs> you know, we got to, we got to make the, the mortgage payment. So I learned not to do that, you know? So, all you know, all these things are just, uh, you know, every, I think it's good for people to experience it because those are lessons that you learn. And even though you read it in a book until it happens to you, until, you know, you burn your hand on that stove, which is a lesson you learn for life. You know, that's uh, so I thought it was a good experience. Those, those are gems upon gems. Um, I, I ran into, I've run into multiple people that I shouldn't have. I, I'm a slow learner as they say. <laughs> um, and <laughs> those are, those are gems upon gems. Um, can, can we get into your story? Can we, can we have you just keep going? You know, you bought the one and you got the duplex. I mean, how, how did it kind of keep snowballing? Um, it's just like I said, one year after year, um, just every year we, 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 uh, you know, come, you know, come New Year's, we'd have these New Year's resolutions and we'd sit up in bed and say, you know, what are we going to do this year? And our, you know, and we was like, okay, let's get another one, you know, and, and every year goes by, let's get another one, let's get another one. And it, and it kept growing like that. I got to say, though, um, that joining the uh, the Real Estate Investor Club, uh, the, the, the Georgia RIA is, is the one I joined. Um, there's a lot of education that they provide. And I think that's why people get burned or get burned out of real estate um, because they don't have that education um, and they I guess there's too many, you get, you get hit in the head too many times and finally you said, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. It's not, it doesn't work for me. You know, um, uh, you, you really have to, to spend some time and get yourself educated. I feel that that's what helped me keep going because, um, and actually every, 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 uh, every time I learn something or how to acquire real estate, I try it. I learned about, mailing um and i said all right the next one we're going to you know we're going to send out mail uh yellow letters and i got a duplex from that um so you know I just you know just let people know that everything works as long as you apply it you know you just decide which way to go there's so many ways to get property or and and if you if you stick with it long enough, everything works. You know, just don't give up. You know, um, so what, what happened after after? Okay, so I'm I'm trying to think of which property did I get after um, after Haymarket Lane. Haymarket Lane was the first duplex that I got. Um, yeah, Bishop Circle was the next one after that. But I took a five year hiatus after buying that first property uh, because right around that time, it was 2000 and 
eight, I believe there was a market crash, right? And yep, yep. We, we decided that, uh, oh, my wife decided that um, she wanted to open up a hair salon. And I was, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to support her in that. And uh, so we took some time and uh, five years out of and and um, and and do the the hair salon, and that was um, that was a lesson also because now I learned about dealing with employees. I learned how to do payroll. Um, I learned how to and all this with our nine to five. Right, we had our nine to five, and we. We were on the side. We were running this hair salon. Um, uh, that my my mother in law is actually uh, running it, watching stylists, and you know, doing the uh, in the store, and we are financing it, and uh, you know, making sure it needs whatever it needs to grow. Um. You know, it was a good experience. I, 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 I think it was, uh, it probably was something that I needed uh, to learn because me being a techie behind the keyboard and not, not being, uh, you know, the outgoing person or personality, um, being uh, doing that, where on on weekends I'm I'm at the front desk greeting people and. Uh, you know, hiring employees and, you know, and just that whole thing. And I feel you, uh, Cooper, you, you know, you open up that restaurant. I, I kind of know exactly what you're going through. I think I do at least, um, because oh, yeah. I felt like I, <laughs> that's what I went through. And what, what I, what we decided about five years later, we, you know, we, we, um, we had our first child, um, between the two of us um, and the stress of that salon and dealing with employees and dealing with the public, uh, it was kind of taking effect on our family and we decided, you know, and my mother-in-law who was the one in the, you know, acting as our manager, her um, husband took sick. So, we decided the best thing to do was to just uh, shut it down. And um, we decided, hey, you know, all the stress we're going through, you know what didn't cause us stress was the real estate, <laughs> you know? So we decided <laughs> let's focus back on real estate yep. and, yep. <laughs> and uh, continue from there, you know? So, but I didn't, you know, I'm not going to say it was a bad experience because it was something that, I guess, you know, I needed to learn at the time and, uh, it was, it was a good, uh, you know, uh, MBA. <laughs> I'm going to say that was, a, it was a good MBA, uh, uh, project to, to go like through a five that. year internship. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it was. Cause we had to build out the place. We, we got an empty shell of, a we found a place to, to rent out. Um, we, had to, uh, you know, design the place, get an architect, you know, go through all that. I don't know if you had to do that or if your, your place was already set up, but this was all new to me. And we were just flying by the seat of our pants. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a good experience. 
very good experience, I would say. So, I I just I just want to add, Rod. Um, <clears throat> you know, this far, I, I love your your story. I, I love you. Don't sound like you have any regrets. Um, I love how you're saying that you it was a lesson learned or it didn't work out, but I learned this, that, the other thing It's like, I feel like, oh, you know, pe- pe- you know, in today's world, like people, they use failure. Oh, I failed. So now I'm a failure. This, that, the other thing It's like, no, I, I, yeah, this was a mistake. It's a lesson I learned. Let's move on. And like you, it sounds like you've learned and, and you've taken those lessons and applied it to the next thing you've you've been doing you know and and so i I think that's that's awesome you know just you know from from what i'm hearing man that's that's pretty neat yeah absolutely i i i don't know who said it but somebody was saying uh some books some book i was reading or was saying fail fast and fail often right and that will help you get to where you need to be once you figure out what you don't like or what you can't do well what's left is what you can do Right. And uh, and you always will uh, take something from or you should take something from uh, where you failed and be able to apply that to your next endeavor. You know, and I've always had that. Um, that's my concept in life, man. Life is to keep going. I, I, I point my sights at somewhere and I'm going to keep at it, keep hitting my head against the wall until that wall breaks, you know, um, until I get to where I need to be or until I where, where I think I need to be. But the universe does put you where you need to be, you know, at all stages in life. There is no, I, I don't think there is any wrong, wrong turns because you, you'll, you'll learn something from, to make you a better person. Awesome. And that's awesome. I, I I live by that. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay. So, so 2006, you, you guys started buying properties. You guys took five years off. And so then <clears throat> roughly a, like a 10 year span, you guys have bought around 20 plus units then. Um, we bought that duplex, uh, using yellow letters. And then I learned about, Hey, there's such thing as auctions mm. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> auction.com. And I, I, I put an offer on a house in South Carolina of all places. Um, there was a house. It was a, it, they said it was a duplex. Um, and when I got, and it was for seventeen thousand dollars. I'm like, how bad could it be? You know, if if I get anything with seventeen thousand dollars, even this if it insane. just sticks, I'm gonna yeah. build it up. That's <laughs> you know? insane. Seriously. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, um, it was a good deal. Um, it ended up being after the auction was done, the bidding and all that, it ended up being like fifty five thousand, some something like that. And so I pulled money out of my 401k, paid, you know, paid uh, cash for it. And I all this being done without seeing the property, right? Um, I, so I, 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 feel, I, feel, I feel like you're setting us up here, like something we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
So I'll just tell you what happened. So I, so, so, and actually, let, let me tell you, let me back up a little bit. I wasn't even going to bid on it, but we were driving to North Carolina to visit some family. And we happened to be passing by the place. I saw it before we, we started our trip, like a week before. And I said to my wife, hey, you know, there's a place in Anderson over there that's only 17000 And since we were dri- driving by, we're like, well, let's go take a look, see how, you know, what it looks like. And it was in a nice neighborhood, relatively so. And uh, it was a duplex. And we're like, 17000 Like She's like, bid on it. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll bid on it. So when I got when we got back from our trip, we didn't go inside or anything, or we just drove past the neighborhood. And I I I went ahead and bid on it. And um yeah, from 17 it went up to 55. We bought it cash. Come to find out later, it wasn't really the duplex they were selling, it was half of a duplex. And there was a nice family in that half that was there with me for another three years, paid their rent on time, no problems. And, uh, you know, so it was a great deal, you know, just, and this is just, you know, taking a leap of faith, having a good woman behind you to back you up, you know, and, uh, you know, so that, that was another, uh, deal that I acquired. Um, and, and, Rod, you're you're doing all these while you still have your nine to five, right? While well, I still have my nine to five, yeah, yeah. Uh, I so I, I have to ask you. So, like, you, you know, you're 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 buying deals. You're, you know, you're you're building your portfolio, right? Like, at what point did you decide to then like leave your nine to five? I didn't decide to leave. Well, I, I knew I wanted to leave, but <laughs> I, they decided to let me go <laughs> when, um, I guess, when COVID hit. Um, they decided to let me go. But this was mostly, um, you know, we work in, uh, in an, we work with uh, the lottery system, all right? And... Yeah. We're, we're in the gaming industry, I would say. And uh, Vegas closed down. And because Vegas closed down, um, that they decided to trim the company because, you know, back at that time, no one knows what's, what's happening, right? So they're trying to just trim the, trim, make the company slimmer, leaner. You know, 300 people were laid off. I was one of those. And before that time, I discovered wholesaling and I discovered, you know, so I'm always on the phone trying to get a deal, you know. Um, so I knew this, you know, I wasn't surprised <laughs> to, to, to know I was on that. Um, but before that, I is when I bought my first multiple uh, commercial deal, right? I bought six units in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Um, six condos in Rock Hill, and in, in yeah Rock Hill, South Carolina, and that, those condos, um, they had tenants in them. We, you know, 
what, what's, I think what, what's, what saved us when I, when I got uh, terminated was the fact that we converted some of those, um, some of those condos into Airbnbs. Um, so half of them were converted and they were, you know, you know, Airbnb is really cash flow. And um, so looking at the income we had coming in and looking at, you know, what my check was, um, I was, you know, we we're like, you know what, you really don't have to go to work. I mean, you don't really have to find another job because these properties here that we have, you know, cash flowing, they don't, you know, you don't really have to find another job, just, just manage them, you know, cause they were bringing enough money to support our family. And, uh, you know, and that's when, you know, it kind of led me to where I am now. Uh, since then after, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. Since then, after uh, I bought two more of those, no, four more of those condos since then, let's see, we have six, we have nine right now of those condos. Um, and that's just from talking to people, talking to the other owners. Hey, if you're interested in selling, I'm your guy, you know, I'll buy it from you. Um, um, and I've also, since I've been laid off, I've had time to look for property. Um, I bought an eight unit last year just from calling, doing, uh, you know, phone calls. I, I hired some people from, I hired people from Philippines to make calls for me. Um, and none of this I would have been able to do if I, if I had my job, it would have took me longer, I think, to, to get where I, where I am. Um, if I had that nine to five, but, um, and that's how I got to 25, but, um, 25 units just from whatever I learn, I try to implement it right away and, you know, just test and see how it works or if it works. And I've always find that whatever it is, it works. You just got to do it and stick to it. Mm. Man. So you, you literally just like, that was, that was, man, Caleb, all the gems I would just dropped. I don't know if I can. I have like three more questions, but I don't have time to ask them. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we're running out of time here. So, so, so I Rob, just Rob, we'll, we'll see if we can get you back on. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, we definitely got to get you back on. But I just want to say, like, okay, so were you still working for the? Was this the same tech tech company that you worked for? Like at the yeah. at the beginning. Okay, so if wait, if wait, you wait. guys, yeah, yeah, I was there for like twelve years, I think. Okay, so I know, like, beginning this podcast, you when you started your real estate journey. And you said you weren't the best employee. You said that, well, if someone's going to get let go, it's going to be me. Yeah. So, so let me, let me, let me like put a plan in place in the event that might happen or that, or, or, you know, knowing that you might be the one let go, let me just do my own thing on the side and build my, my portfolio or do these side jobs. And here it yeah. is COVID hits. 
and you get let go, but you already had the real estate um, yeah, going. Already right? and, and this, this is, and you said it so perfectly. This is why I have, you know, taking control of your own life and not depending on other people. And, and, and you said that was like kind of your, you know, one of your factors, why you don't like, you know, sitting at home and you have free time, you're always doing stuff. It's like, you, you want to be able to depend on yourself. You don't want to be That's going right. to people and doing stuff. So I thought that was so powerful. Um, just how that, like, when I heard you say you got let go and then I was like, Oh crap, that like is perfect. Um, and I, I just want to add one thing <laughs> and I just was thinking about this. So you, you were pulling, or at least for the one deal you were just talking about, you pulled money from your 401k. And I just find it funny. It's just funny that you are basically retired because of your rentals that you have. And you used the 401k to basically fund your retirement with your real estate. Exactly. You know, Um, that's a a whole nother story because (laughs) I did some research on yeah. 401ks and you know I'm like so 401ks are for suckers you know those things are whack <laughs> I'm sorry but that's somebody's gonna hear that and take it the wrong way but it is I mean you're you're putting money into into uh, the stock market um, which you can't control right um, and with you know you know how the control you have with real estate, um, the tax advantages that you have. And I'm like, why am I putting money into this thing that I can't even touch when I, I have something that can get me where I need to go like right now? And it'll, it'll, it'll give me money every month, you know, and I can, and it'll appreciate and, and tax advantages and, you know, all this stuff. So I was like, from, from the time I realized that I stopped putting money in 401k, I, I actually, I, I took all the money out that I had and uh, yeah, use it to buy, buy property. Now my wife, she's working, she's happy at her job. Great. Um, we kind of do, okay, I'm going to do the, the real estate thing. You do the stock thing, and if we need cash, we're gonna borrow from our four hundred one k, pay it back. You know, we kind of do both. We we kind of offset each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's... How we... no. Sorry. So if one doesn't work, at least you have the other one. You know? Yeah. No, I and that's I, diversification. Yeah, I, I I love that. And so, like, but before we get all the hate mail on the four hundred one k. Um, I agree with you a hundred percent, but like, like, you know, Caleb, he's, a, he's like in the stocks, you know, and like, again, I'm not a big 401k guy. Um, but, but I always say there's three camps, right? There's the guys like Caleb that understand how that, that stuff works. Like Caleb is smart when it comes to that stuff. Like there's a lot of yeah. investing that Caleb. Well, I mean, does. I own real estate too, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well yeah, you, yeah, you, yep. Yep. Um, and then there's guys like, um, like you, you and me, Rob, that like, you know, 401k is like, it's rigged. Like you can't pull your money out. Like, why would you want to fund that? Like it's a scam. And then you have the camp that just goes along with it. Right. Yeah. Like they don't, yeah. 
really yeah. understand. It's just like, oh, well, like my parents told me like the comp like I would rather you if you like if you understand it, you understand how to use it, all the power go, to you. If, if go for it, it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, but I I just have a problem when people just do it because like, oh, well, that's what society tells me to do. So I'm just gonna exactly. lie my money away. You know, that's the exactly. thinking I I just have an issue with. But no, um, yeah, Rob, we got to get you back on for sure. Like, I feel like you, like we didn't even touch the surface, but man, that's, that's an awesome story, man. I, I love, you know, just the journey, like, you know, building, learning, you know, and again, you know, COVID happened, it affected everybody. But again, like those that were, that were taking control of their lives and doing other things and not depending on that, that one stream or that one job, um, they, they, I mean, they really learned. And like, for people like you, Rod, it like COVID helped you build your portfolio even bigger. Like you hired Absolutely. a team, you hired a team, you bought more units. Like it's, yeah, we, we actually, gotta... I actually called my boss on the way to the closing of that eight unit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, cause, cause he was kind of feeling bad cause he had to let me go. And I was like, yeah, thank you, you know, for, for letting me yeah. go, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's, Savage. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Rod, can you like, can you, before we go, can you just tell our audience like, you know, where they can see, you know, some of these things that you're doing or like where they can, if they want to reach out to you and ask you questions, what, where's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, you can see, well, I have a website I'm working on. RTJRentals.com okay. is, okay. uh, one place or just you know art rentals at gmail.com awesome it's where you can where you can reach me awesome love awesome. it awesome well love it rod we uh, like seriously i'm gonna shoot you a text after here we gotta figure out getting you back on here like in a couple months so we can i got a couple more cues rod yeah sure. for sure for sure for sure but we'll um We'll we'll definitely get to that on the on the on the part two. We'll just we'll we'll name this part one, and then we'll have the part two. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm awesome. ready when you are. Awesome. Well, th- thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good night. Another great episode. Episode one one zero. Man, one ten. Let's go. One hundred and ten. Racks. Um, You're unbelievable. Racks. I don't even know where to start with that episode, man. It, it, it like Rod. Rod's that guy who needs to teach like an eight-hour class at a community <laughs> college. Like he could run a seminar. Just a, like very, very like he definitely chooses his words carefully he's very succinct he's very well thought out um yep. and there's just so much more that, that like do. that he's gonna like uh that he's gonna tell us you yeah know, like and, and and unique too we've had probably two dozen real estate investors on here right yeah um yep. and he's the same yet different than all those guys exactly girls. exactly yeah and <clears throat> yeah i just like i said at the end there you know, it was just so funny when he, well, I shouldn't say funny, but when he said he got let go and like, I, 
it just brought my like back to the beginning when he yeah. when he said you know i'm, I'm gonna you know i have these side jobs i'm gonna start real estate because i just don't know if, if there's a guy that's gonna be cut it's gonna be me you know and um you know, and I, I know I, I never say like there's bad employees. I always say like people just have different interests, right? Like, um, you know, and and usually I don't want to say the entrepreneurial type, but but the the guys that wanna fly or gals like that wanna fly, spread their rings, wings, try different things, are like the guys like Rod, myself, you know, you know, Caleb, you know, like those are the guys that want to get out and do things, you know, but like you put, you put us and you heard them, like you put us in really in any environment, we're, we're going to, we're going to make it happen. Right. We're like, we're going to make it happen, but you put us in something that like, we really are passionate about and like, we want to do, you're going to like be like at 25 units and not have a, like not working your job and just doing that full time. Like Rod, you know, um, but yeah, I just thought that was awesome. And then again, like just taking control of your life, man, like not depending on one thing or one person, you know, just having multiple avenues, choices, options. Um, so then when there is an event that everybody experiences, like we just went through slash, I think we are still going through. Um, you, I, I shouldn't say you, you don't have to worry because you're always going to be worried when things like big things like that happen. But like, you can still sleep good at night knowing you've built something or you have something else to rely on. Right. And I think that was a big wake up call for a lot of people. Um, when COVID did hit. Right. Um, so yeah, man, I, th- I thought that was awesome. We definitely got to get him back on here for sure. Um, Warren we- Buffett always likes to talk about when people are at the beach and it's high tide. Yep. Um, it's a little bit different when all of a sudden low tide comes in and you got to see who who had swimming trunks on and who was skinny dipping. Yeah, exactly. Right. And exactly. Yeah. COVID uh definitely exposed some people that didn't have trunks on when the yep. water went down. And so, yeah. Another great yeah. story of a motivated individual who used it as a a springboard, you know. Yeah. When you go down, they use it as a bounce back instead of a negative. Um, exactly. it's, all about, it's all about the narrative, but yeah, I can't wait to get him back on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, all right, man. Anything else before we, uh, dip out of here? No, nah, man. 110 in the books, 110, 110 racks, books. like subscribe, send some hate mail. We like stacking those up. Uh, see you next week. Coop. See you next week.